Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Safety Office. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. One of the only things I like about Hard Knocks is the voice of God <laughs> who narrates it. Great. Live. I hope I get to meet him. But look, you know, I understand that the appeal with us, obviously, there's a lot of eyes on me, a lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. So uh, they force it down our throats and we got to deal with it. Yesterday, both games, Jaden Hardy, ooh, ooh. cookies, the other way, Ricky Council. Council out here committing crime. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is an easy Friday show, as you have finally made it to Friday, folks. It's the halfway point of the day. You're going to get on cruise control heading into the weekend, and we're going to help you do it. So let's hear from you. If you want to call or text in, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. And get after us in the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to try to cover all the things going on in the sports world, but also with some big college football news with the Tennessee Volunteers and some scandal there. Eric Kane of VolQuest, he's going to join us in the 2 o'clock hour. Look forward to talking to him about these sanctions, or lack thereof, that get handed down to the Tennessee football program and what that actually means going forward. And since we didn't get a chance to catch up with him yesterday, we're going to catch up with him today instead. At 3 o'clock, Bobby Wernis, Razorback assistant coach, is going to join us to recap a little bit of the MLB draft, look at the portal, look at what they're doing, how what they're building, and all that great stuff, too. So we look forward to, of course, catching up with him and heading you into the weekend of sports. There's so many great things to dive into and know that, uh, like seeing the highlights, of course, one of the best things I saw at least last night was how about Ricky Council and that dunk? It, it just almost like when you see these like players out there doing the summer league and they do these great plays or they have these great games, it kind of gives you, it's like, man, I'm, I'm, I already missed that. It was just a few months ago, but I already missed that. And uh, seeing highlights of these guys, and you know, some of them have been, uh, in, at least in the summer league, been shut down already, but... Uh, still good to see for uh, for you basketball fans out there at least Razorbacks that are doing really well and having some highlight plays to get put out there into the mix too. That's what we saw with Ricky Council, the athleticism. So we know that the talent that he has, and it's the same story with a lot of these guys. They want to improve on their shooting, but you know the talent is there, and he can he can be a good defensive player because of his size, and he brings a lot to the table. It's just a matter of showcasing what he can do and. If there's uh if they feel good enough about him to get him on the NBA roster or he is already on a two way contract so he's going to be able to spend some time going back and forth between the NBA and G League so he's in a good position. Oh yeah, his athleticism is is so explosive and again just uh, hopefully he ends up continuing to improve, continuing to develop and finds opportunities to play in the NBA itself and work him way. I think the one thing that he would like more than anything is just work him way into a, a big contract, you know, an actual contract with the NBA and uh, get some of that big money to go along with it too. But, uh, yeah, that's starting to continue to, to get further along and starting to wrap up there too. So uh, it'll be uh, good to see how they all end up performing and 
uh, what ends up happening. Because, again, I guess there is a championship or a summer league trophy Absolutely. Right? that gets thrown out. Yeah, Good. yeah. They, they don't play for nothing now. They play to, to win. But, um, yeah, so for most teams, it is about the players just getting acquainted to the NBA game and trying to better their games all together. And you get to see them against equal competition and, and see how they perform. But, yeah, there's a team that, in the end, they're going to be rewarded with a championship. And there's bragging rights with that. For sure. It's, it's not anything that's meaningful to say, you know, once you get to the NBA, hey, we won the summer mm-hmm. league. But there's bragging rights because this is you're showcasing your talent. And at the end, it's a, it's a tournament. It becomes a tournament. Oh, yeah. And I love how it's also, if you look at it from, you know, some of the stats, like I don't know if it's going to go into the – a lot of the different awards or trophies, but considering that you're allowed to have 10 fouls in the summer league, like that'd be awesome if they gave an award. All right, you get the uh, the most fouls or whatever that was in the in the league or the defensive player of the summer league, whatever it is. It's still pretty great to to see how it all goes down and yeah, they have that, that for sure. They have an MVP. Okay, they, they'll have a. I believe they may have a, a defensive player, but they definitely have an MVP. That's awesome. That's awesome. Who? I guess is there a front runner for the MVP of the summer league right now? I mean, yeah. is, how do you even know that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How? How? Because yeah. like one guy, one but, game, a guy will be great, and the next one, never know. It, it usually is going to be somebody on the championship team, or some, or one of the players on the teams that are in the championship game. Most of the time, mm-hmm. but if somebody just performs well throughout, then. Uh, they could be on one of those teams that doesn't even play in the championship game. Jabari Smith is somebody who scored a lot of points. A lot of times we see MVPs. That's the criteria. Score a lot of points. Average a lot of points. He's the guy that uh, maybe you could look at right now. Yeah. By the way, we got a text from the 501 on our text line. Still not sponsored, by the way. So if you want to sponsor, let us know. Uh, it says, how do I watch Summer League? It's on ESPN and NBA TV, right? Yep. Those are the two things. So. Yeah. Yeah. All over the ESPN platform. And then NBA TV. Okay. So check ESPN, or if you're streaming ESPN, you can find it on there easily. I'd say you probably find every summer league game on the ESPN app at any point in time, even if it's not on ESPN itself. So there yeah, should be a game on right now. No. Actually, really? Oh, that, look, let's just see a highlight of Nick Smith throwing an alley oop to Brandon Miller on uh, Sports Center too, who shut down for the rest of summer league. That's, and that's right. That's why they're showing Brandon Miller highlights. That's right. Who is the guy that's on the horns with the green hair? Like I just saw um, that, and I've seen him a few times, but I always kept meaning to look him up. Who's the green hair guy? Yeah, Kai Jones. Okay, okay. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was somebody different because I kept seeing it. I was like, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a unique look. It stands out a little bit. Uh, also, from the 615, I guess it goes from the previous uh, show on The Zone, it says, as a Nashville native for the love that is all holy, do not call it Nash Vegas, John. It comes from Allen in Little Rock. Okay. I I was just always thought it was kind of a cool little nickname to call Nashville Nash Vegas, but I'll remember that, Alan. Hey, let us know. Just text in because I just am curious why. Is it something that you just hate? You just love Nashville and you want to keep with Nash Vegas? Because there's some cities that get, you know, renamed or get it. Like I, when I was in Fayetteville, uh, some people called it Fayetteville, and which you know could be bad or good. I don't know, but I would just be curious if it, that's something that I should not say when I go over to Nashville next week for SEC Media Days. I don't want to get hurt. I think what he's saying is he feels like it's lame. Oh, okay. So. That's fine. That's fine. And everybody's entitled to their opinion That's on right. that. That's right. That's right. Listen, I wish that I had a city or the city that I was living in or from had Vegas connected to it because Vegas is always a good time. But I get it. I get it, Alan. It's all good. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into uh, some of those updates and, of course, with the, the Northwestern situation, too. Have some updates uh, for that as well. But let's go to the phone lines early here as we got Jake, who's in Cabot. What's up, Jake? Uh, good afternoon. I'm actually coming into Kansas City right now, fellas. You know how I roll. Good deal. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, I was on the last show to answer one question, but then didn't answer this one. This kid from Benton, a stud running back, um, supposed to announce tonight. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling. I don't know why. I have a feeling that he hasn't said much about the Hogs because he's going to announce the Hogs. That may be the case. Is there there anything to that? Like, do you guys have, like, any kind of inkling that he's going to come to us? And, I mean, I know we have a stack of running back room right now. But this guy might be another generational type talent. You know, and we need to 
I don't know. Am I the only one paying attention to this guy? Oh, no. I know a lot of people are very eager to know what he's going to end up deciding tonight. And honestly, Jake, I, I don't have any inkling or any inside information. The only thing I know is our guy Danny West at FoxSports.com, as well as others, they do their little crystal ball predictions. And all the ones I've oh. seen have him going to Arkansas. But that's you know that's never guaranteed. But those are the guys that follow it. Yeah. They're the experts. They're, and they know a lot more than me, and they feel like it's going to be an Arkansas pick for him. Well, then I like it. I like it. Hey, you guys keep doing what you do, man. Great job as always, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Go pre- Appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, he's going to have his decision tonight uh, from Benton High School. And, you know, 6-1-2-30 as a running back, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a, a lot of running backs don't get to that 2-30 mark when they're in college. Uh, but for him being 6-1 and built the way he is, there's a reason why he's a four-star player and there's a reason why – a lot of great schools like South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, and others in the SEC have wanted them to be on their About team. About the same size as Rocket. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Plug and play. Yeah, uh, which, again, I know that people talk about the running back rooms being full, and there is, you know, running backs want to play, but at the same time, man, with these offenses and the way that it's going now, you, you need to have at least three running backs, qual- high-quality running backs to interchange in and out. That's why with Arkansas this year, you got Rocket, who we know is incredible. But A.J. Green, still around, really. I, I've always been impressed by him. Rashad DeBinion has been really good, too. So you got to have quite a few running backs. You can never have too many running backs on your team. Let's go to Shane, who's in Benton. What's up, Shane? Hey. How's you see me? Where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to Tennessee? I mean, I, like I said, I don't know. I Everybody that I've looked at and read about says Arkansas. So I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up because we know recruiting is – so unpredictable, but if I had to pick one, I'd say Arkansas, just because that's that's what the the people are saying, the experts are saying. Yeah, I was see uh, now as far as the baseball team, uh, is it pretty much settled now that uh, as far as people that or the the ones that haven't been drafted are coming back? Pretty much, yeah. If you, if they weren't drafted, unless they ran out of eligibility, uh, then th- then they're all going to be coming back. Yes, I think it's safe to say. All right. Appreciate it, Shane. There was the opportunity for some of those players to sign free agent contracts, but most of the time, instead of doing that, they will return to school. Yeah, because the seniors that will be upcoming this year, uh, you got uh, Harold Cole, who has transferred, as we know. Caleb Cowley, who did get drafted. I assume he's going to stick it stick with the MLB, but no guarantees there. Uh, Jace Borfren, he's, he's moving on. He was actually on the zone today. Josenberger's gone. Uh, ben McLaughlin, he will be back. Hudson Polk, I believe, will be back. Hunter Grimes will be back. Peyton Holt, Cody Franks, Will McIntyre, Parker Rowland, uh, those guys will be back. Cody Adcock, I don't, I don't think he comes back. But those are just your seniors. And then uh, a few other guys we know about the prospects and you know some of the transfers, too. Uh, we'll see what they decide to do. But, yeah, I feel like if, you're, if you have years to come back or if you have eligibility to come back and if Dave Van Horn in Arkansas wants you back and you weren't drafted – why, why wouldn't you come back unless you're just that eager to sign a free agent deal or something like that? I mean, look at some of the guys that did come back and the increase they got in their draft stock. With NIL, too, that helps. I don't know. We'll see. But, hey, we got Bobby Werner's coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll ask him about it and just uh, get it. He may not be able to go into details, but maybe give us an idea of what the roster is going to be looking like and taking shape heading into next year. But we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. We want to continue to get to your phone calls and text messages. Phone lines are open, folks, on an easy Friday show, so let us know. 501-661-1037. We have more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. In the NBA Summer League yesterday, Ricky Council the fourth had nine points on three for eight shooting in the 76ers' 99-98 loss to the Hawks. Nick Smith Jr. had 12 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists on 5 for 16 shooting in the Hornets' 89-83 loss to the Pelicans. 
Audie's Tony got the start for the Magic, recording six points, seven rebounds, two steals, and three blocks in the Magic's 88-71 loss to the Trailblazers. Today, the Thunder will face the Wizards at 3.30 on NBA TV. The Celtics will take on the Knicks at 5.30 on NBA TV. Then at 8, the Pistons will face the Spurs on ESPN. And the Arkansas Travelers get back to action today, hosting the Corpus Christi Hooks at Dickey Stevens Park. First pitch is set for 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Here are some facts about Arts Marine in North Little Rock you need to know. Arkansas families have been shopping in Arts Marine for generations, and they keep coming back for obvious reasons, like great service and outstanding products. Arts carries a full line of G3 boats, as they are Central Arkansas's G3 leader. They carry a full line of Yamaha and Tohatso motors. They can customize the durable, well-built John boat. Have I mentioned they carry a full line of Buffalo and Monona canoes, fill-free kayaks, and all the Yak Attack accessories? Your grandfather trusted Arch Marine, so should you. When you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So if you've been injured, here's what you should do. Call the lawyers who look out for bikers. That's Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Kress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 1037 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We might run into some chop. Chop? We could handle chop, right? I mean, it's a 170-foot yacht. No, no, no. We're not going anywhere unless he says it's safe. All right? Don't worry about the shop. You don't know about shop. Oh, really? And you do? Chop your credit card in half. How about that? On 1037 The Buzz.
Out of bounds here on an easy Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in uh, this afternoon. Got some uh, big stories that we'll get into, but we did get a question on our text line. We we're talking about Braylon Russell and uh, his commitment decision tonight. And it looks like uh, Arkansas, South Carolina, Tennessee, those are kind of the three schools in the mix. But the other four-star player, uh, we got text about asking when he's going to commit, and that is referring to the defensive back out of Texas, which is a grand. You can take any of the four-star players you can get out of the state of Texas, especially in the secondary. It's always big. Selman Bridges, he's 6'3", 170. Uh, he's going to be choosing tonight at 7. So essentially you're going to have a decision at 6.30 and a, a decision at 7. So right there, you'll either be happy or half happy <laughs> or pretty upset, depending on the percentages of what you get. Uh, but uh, Bridges is also going to be deciding between, uh, looks like, TCU, Arkansas, and Texas. So that'd be kind of nice to beat out a recruit there, or beat out a team, future team of the SEC in Texas for a big-time defensive back. So hopefully it goes well. And for him, too, by the way. Especially if you're talking about going into their area. Oh, yeah. Stealing them away. Oh, yeah. From uh, Temple, Texas, in Lake Belton. That's where he plays high school. He's the number nine cornerback in the country. So very nice. And if Arkansas is able to get him, That'll give them quite a few more four-stars. We'll, of course, bump up their recruiting class rankings. And also, uh, they'll have a few more that they're looking at as well. So, I'm, I'm excited. I, both of them, according to 24-7 sports, just take it from them. So, if, I'm, if they're wrong, get mad at them, not us. But both 24-7 sports and rivals have both players forecasted to choose Arkansas. Take that for what it's worth. Doesn't mean there's a guarantee. But at least feel good about it. But we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, also, before we... Uh, I really want to bring up this Tennessee story real quick. Before we do that, I want to give also an update on the enemy of the state. Because now we have made it to the hateful eight. He's not the elite eight, but the hateful eight. As we continue to get more and more of the responses and the voting each and every day. And it's kind of sad because most of them have been landslides. Except today we have a pretty good one. So... We'll start with the one that's the most landslide of the matchups today in the Hateful Eight. Chad Morris versus Instant Replay. Chad Morris is winning by nine, with 93% of the votes. You know, we should have just like, gave him a bye to the championship game because I don't think that any of them have been close. Uh, SEC officiating is also dominating John L. Smith. So that one's not close at 87% of the votes for SEC officiating. Eli Drinkwitz was somehow... Moved into the hateful eight. I was surprised of all the coaches to get moved in there. It was Eli. But he had to face Texas, and Texas is winning in a landslide so far. 76% votes for Texas. Those three we could probably call. You know, the one, 5% of the votes in, we can go ahead and call it. Now, the one, though, that is a dead heat. And when I'm talking about dead heat, like it literally could go either way as the day goes on, is Jeff Long versus the Heisman voters. Because right now, where it stands, with over 1,500 votes, Jeff Long is leading the way with 50.5% compared to Heisman voters at 49.5. So that one, uh, your vote is really going to count in that one, folks. So if you uh, want to vote on it, 1037 The Buzz, Twitter, as well as my Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, uh, get in the votes and uh, we'll see how that one plays out. But the rest of them are pretty much, I feel like it's going to be the SEC officials versus Chad Morris in the championship, but that's okay. Unless uh, those Texas haters come out of the woodwork and make that happen. But it's been good so far. People have been really mad at me. So I think I'm doing something right, if that's the case. <laughs> uh, they have not been too happy with the, some of the seating. I was like, well, it doesn't matter. The champion's going to be crowned in the end anyways. And that's what the vote's going to be all about. So, Well, get in and vote. Yeah. If you feel a different way, get in and vote and change the perspective on mm-hmm. it. Because on Monday, we'll have the championship uh, unveiling, if you will, on the show, just letting everybody know who is the most, or I should say, the enemy of the state of Arkansas to most people. But again, I think we all know where it's going to go. Uh, also, let's see, from the Asher Wrecker live fan feedback, this comes from Freddie. says, fellas, how are we feeling on this Friday? Will the Tennessee stuff affect Braylon since they will get hit with some sanctions? Or since NIL is in place, will it do anything? That actually would work in Tennessee's favor, not necessarily for Braylon Russell, but mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't have any kind of suspensions from bowl games, that that 
pretty much works in their favor when it comes to recruiting because they're not going to miss out on anything. Yeah, because that's one thing that it's you know postseason play is so much when it comes to the success in in players who want to go play for a championship, if you will. You don't want to go play. You can't play for a championship in a team that has a postseason ban. So just to give some context to it, for those you may not have uh, been aware of it, the Tennessee football program. We know with Jeremy Pruitt being there, and back when old uh, Fat Boy Phil Fulmer, he was the AD. They had a lot of things go wrong, and it went wrong very quickly. The NCAA's investigated it. They had over 200 violations that they found, folks. 200, and they avoided a bowl ban. They were fined more than $8 million by the NCAA D1 Committee on Infractions. And with the individual infractions that committed to the school, these weren't allegations. These were things that their investigation actually found. Among the penalties, though, Tennessee has also been placed on five years probation, was given the $8 million fine, as well as other financial penalties that will push the total closer to $9 million. And we'll see a total reduction of 28 scholarships and the $8 million fine, which the NCAA said was equivalent to the financial impact the school would have faced if it missed the postseason during 2023 and 2024 seasons, is believed to be the largest ever levied in an infraction case against Tennessee. So, I I don't think it's... Like, yeah, it's a big deal, $8 million and all that, but at the end of the day, Tennessee's going to be fine. They're, they're going to be all right. Their program's still going to work. Yeah, they are, and they're trending up, especially on the offensive side. Now, they've had some good defensive players over the years but right now they're known for being really explosive on offense and whenever you can play the game like that it always is going to help your defense oh yeah they're flying high they just beat alabama this past year for like first time in 15 years josh heupel's got it going they just you know what needs to be tennessee's biggest hope for for everything they just better hope that brent venables does a good enough job at oklahoma because i'm telling you right now as soon if brent venables doesn't get it done at oklahoma josh heupel's going to oklahoma like, like it's the first person they're going to call. I think he goes back home to the place he's at. Yeah, he, there, there's that possibility for sure. But it didn't end well, so that's true. That too, may yeah. be something that keeps him away, and something that does work in Tennessee's favor once again is because when we know that whenever teams reach out to coaches, what happens? Coaches get raises. They do that. To stay around and uh, to show that they're really wanted where they are. So. That could be something in, in Tennessee's pocket where they'd be able to hold on to them and maybe have an advantage, but at the same time, you have to take care of them and compensate them, which they wouldn't have a problem with doing as long as they're winning at a high level. Yeah, that would be just what, what the timing is for both of those teams and those programs and those coaches. Uh, I, I just feel like with Heupel and you know the success that he's had on, on his run and, of course, having that year he did at Tennessee, they got so many good things going. You know, maybe that would be too much for him to say no to to continue on if Oklahoma came a calling, especially if Oklahoma's struggling and uh, kind of in a bad way. When Venables was hired, everybody thought the move was going to be Josh Heupel at the time. True, Didn't happen. True, and you know maybe Heupel remembers that. You know, because I, I get it that it's like if it's your home school and where you had so much success, like there's always an element or an allure to that. But if you don't get the job the first time. And then at this other school, you're performing at a high level, you're playing for championships, your recruiting's great, and then that other place comes calling when they're in a bad slump, like maybe they're coming off a back-to-back losing seasons or whatever. You know, maybe something where it's like, well, you had your chance. Sorry, I'm moving on. I got a great thing going. Also would depend on how much Bob Stoops is involved at whatever time if that job becomes available because that's where the relationship fell apart with Josh Heupel and Bob Stoops. Right. Because what? When did Heupel play? Was he was he the championship quarterback in two thousand? Is it around there? Probably. I think. Yeah. He, early two thousand. Yeah, he was he was early two thousands or late nineties somewhere around there. Yeah, I think he, I know he's before uh, uh, Jason, Jason White. White. Yeah. Uh, still the I, th- I, I feel like I could be wrong, but still one of the very few Heisman Trophy winners that didn't even get drafted in the NFL. Got to try to do that. But, yeah, it, he was somewhere in that. So they, he has a lot of success along with him, too. But Oklahoma has a, lot, a long string of Heisman Trophy-winning quarterbacks. I know. Especially I, here recently. I know. Like, it, that's one thing that you know, Oklahoma, for all the you – know, they had the championship back in 2000. Uh, I guess, was it that – I think they beat Florida State? Or was that the year that Michael Vick and Virginia Tech went? I can never remember. I think it was Florida State they beat like 14-2 to in, in the championship game. 
but ever since that point, though, they've been very consistent. They've been a team that's played in championships, just haven't won any since then. And, yeah, had tons of talent and, and quarterbacks and Heisman Trophy winners, because I guess even going back from uh, whether it's Hypo or uh, uh, but even great ones like Baker Mayfield, Jason White, Kyler Murray, uh, I think that's uh, – oh, Sam Bradford. I can't forget Sam Bradford. Because he was the – was he the first player that was like a second-year player that won the Heisman? Because I think he was a redshirt freshman at the time, maybe. Could be wrong. I knew Manziel was a redshirt freshman when he – Yeah. When yeah, he, he was. Went in. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with. But either way. Uh, the thing about Tennessee, though, real quick before we go back to the phone lines, uh, to give you know the 200 violations, people are wondering, okay, was it minor violations or whatever? Well, how about this? Um, <laughs> uh, of all the level one sanctions or the level one violations, which is the highest level, they had 18 level one violations against them, which is the most severe in the NCAA rules structure ever. So they had 18 violations. So if you want to put that into perspective, remember Kansas for all the stuff they had going on? They had five. Tennessee had 18. <laughs> and they get no postseason ban. That's where I'm like, you guys got off easy compared to what it could have been. And Ole Miss fans are all hacked off now because they're like, oh, oh, but we have someone sleep on our couch that's not <laughs> supposed to. Suddenly we get this huge ban uh, handed down to us. So... Uh, when I saw the 18 uh, level one violations, like man, I w- if I would be hacked if I was some other school that had a lot less violation but got a lot less punishment as far as on the field. Well, you think about how the game has changed and spin it forward to now with NIL in the mix. It's almost like you can't really go back and just punish for how it was then, knowing what it is now and what is what it's become. So they are punishing, but they're not punishing to the point of if it happened. In a, in a time where we're still in that same era. We're in a different era now. True. And I also feel like with what Tennessee did, you know, you could say it's right or wrong, but as soon as it started coming out, they, like, cleaned house. You know, they fired Jeremy Pruitt, fired Philip Fulmer, got rid of all the problems that were involved. And so maybe that went a long way with the NCAA. If they weren't, like, fighting it, trying to keep these coaches and people, like some schools have done, it was more like, oh, that's, that's what's going on. We don't want that. <laughs> Done and moving on. That definitely helped their case. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Lewis is in Little Rock. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's up, John and Joe? How you doing? Good, doing great, man. Good, good. Hey, um, I, um, you know, I got, I got a question. Rick, Rick Schaefer brought up a, a question uh, the other day. I think when he was talking to, it might have been Kevin McPherson, but anyway, he, he asked him a question. He said, you know, why are these players? Uh, playing so well now versus when they were here and at first you know i didn't really think that much about it but i've been thinking about the last couple of days and now i got that same question why do you think they're playing because doesn't must run a pro style offense you know with him being a former pro coach yeah the difference being lewis is on the college level they're trying to win games and that's not to say in summer league they're not trying to win games but it's more based on player performance and trying to eva- evaluate these players and not necessarily based on winning the game. So maybe they can play more minutes and they can do different things in summer league that they weren't able to do in college. So so what you're saying is you think it, it, was, it was they kind of succumbed to the pressure more? Is that what you're saying? No, no, they, not they, at they all. They felt the not, pressure from, you know, from what people were saying or respecting of them or something? Or? No, 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 not at all. It's it's like the coaching staff is controlling what they're doing in college because they're trying to win games. So they're going to control the amount of minutes these players play. They're going to put the best lineups on the court, the best matchups on the court, because they're trying to win games. In summer league, they're not necessarily doing that. They're just putting the players on the court to try to evaluate their talent. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Because I, I was just, you know, I was just wondering that same thing. I, I got to thinking about it, and I, and I felt like it was a pretty good question. And, and spacing, and, Lewis, in the NBA game, there's a difference in spacing. So the floor is more wide open. Okay. That makes more. That makes sense. I, I didn't know if, if maybe the amount of minutes that they that must have them playing might may have contributed to it. It, it does. Um, yeah, definitely, it does. You know, because that's you know playing thirty thirty six thirty seven minutes a game, man. That's a lot of fatigue. 
Well, and you also so, think about Lewis too. Just you know the the amount of he's talking about thirty games, you know, through through the stretch and getting there, and maybe fatigue, or maybe there's guys that are banged up and hurt. But these are about as probably as healthy as these guys have been in the past year, just because of the grind of the season. So I'm sure that's there's a lot of factors that probably go into it. Okay. Well, I, I knew you guys would have an answer. That's why I called. Uh, because uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Um, so I appreciate that. Hey, appreciate the call, Lewis. Yeah. Always good to hear. All right, from no you. problem. All right, you? Yeah, appreciate it, Lewis. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good question because you know you see like Jordan Walsh, who's out there hitting threes a little bit more consistently, and they're like, where, where, where was this? It's like there's a lot of things that could go into it, and you know it's if they continue to develop and over time and have good careers in the NBA, that's what you want. But yeah, it's it's about evaluation at this point in time too. Uh, all right, let's uh, also squeeze Stat and Conway in. What's up, Stat? What's up, fellas? How's it going today? Good. Going, going good, man. Joe, we still need to get you out of the studio. We need to get you to MMA fighter, NBA Summer League or something. <laughs> this would have been a great year to go to Vegas for sure. It would have been. Um Look at the stuff going on at Northwestern. Evidently, that's been going on for a while because the uh, guy they hired as the AD originally in like 2021 had stepped down because of some cheerleader scandal. Hmm. Uh, They just need to to whitewash that whole athletic department and start from scratch. Well, I was... uh... You know, you're talking, of course, you're talking about not only the football side of things, but also where they fired their baseball coach due to bullying. I, I guess it's right. kind of weird for me, Stat, to look at this stuff and be like, Northwestern of all places? I, I know it probably goes on at places maybe you don't know about it, but, yeah, the amount of controversy that's surrounding their program all at one time, this, this ain't good, and it might be the thing that they need to do is just clean house and start fresh with a lot of people in that athletic department. And, you know, on Acre Show, they were talking about how they kept the baseball coach around for a year. And then it was like, oh, let's get rid of him now. Yeah, when everything is public, mm-hmm. of course, it makes sense now. Might as well, do, if you're going to have bad publicity anyways, might as well just pile it all into one little two-week period. And what's going on with, with Roger? I, I think maybe Mike's gotten to him. He's been like the negative Nelly all week long. Against uh, like ra- like Razorbacks or just in general about the Razorbacks. I mean, he's hmm. talking about Pittman being on the hot seat and <laughs> how they can only win, how they'll only win about six games or so. I mean, it, it's totally not, you know, Roger Scott. Is it not? No, because hey. in the past he's been not beat. He's been a realist, but you know. Except for Morris, I can't think of a coach he's really asked to get fired up there uh, on the Hill. I don't know if he's asking for him to get fired, but he's just saying it, it's time to see some results. Yeah, or maybe he's just keeping his expectation maybe, really low so he's not disappointed. Yeah. Turn up the heat a little bit on Pittman and get better results? Is, is that what you're saying, Joe? That's kind of what it seems like. All right, fellas. Well, John, enjoy next week in Nashville. Joe, we got to get you on a remote out of the state somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell, tell Acre to loosen up those purse strings, and y'all have a great weekend. Hey, appreciate it, Stat. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Stat, as always. Uh, let's see. We're up against it. Savage and Cabots. Hey, hang on, man. We'll get to you on the other side of the break, as we always enjoy your calls, as well as everybody's calls. So call in, text in, 501-661-1037. We'll get to those phone calls, as well as what's trending in the world of sports. Got some headlines there, too. Keep it moving on an Easy Friday show and Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Randy Rainwater on location in Searcy Friday at Harding University for the 7-on-7 Sonic Air Raid presented by Hennard Foothills Equipment. Top elite high school football players from the South will be there this weekend at Harding University. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GPS for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GPS for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GPS for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Wood Davis Lumma Plus. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Join Drive Time Sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report, brought to you by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports, presented by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. Schedule your health assessment at Low T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, don't panic. Low T Center, they make it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Guatney is offering up to 7000 off new 2023 Silverados. See Guatney for details on that. 1.9% is available when you finance with GM and a well-qualified buyer. It's also 1.9 on 2023 Equinox. And how about no payments for the rest of the summer? Those are some of the great deals that you get at Guatney Chevrolet. Check with Guatney to inquire about additional deals. Make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value. Whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet, 
Watney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. We get to what's trending in the world of sports, presented by West Rock Coffee. But first, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Savage is in Cabot, patiently holding. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? You doing all right? Doing good. Doing great, man. What Roger said this, you know, this morning. Sam Pittman, what he was saying is this is his last stop. You know, so if you sit back and get complacent because there's no pressure about getting fired, you know, you got enough money, but this is his last stop at Arkansas. Roger was saying he doesn't want him to sit on his hands and get complacent, you know. Yeah. And I agree with it. You know, you get settled in, so that's, that's what Roger was saying. But on Jordan Walsh, John, you know, we're seeing the five-star high school kid. You know, he talked about having a hand come, you know, underneath uh, Musselman in the pass count. You know, so many passes game. You can see he's hesitant when he played at Arkansas. Brad Stevens, they come out and say, hey, man, kid, just play. And you're, you're seeing that. You know, do you see anything towards that? You know, that you're seeing this kid that's – this is the high school Jordan Walsh we're seeing. This ain't the college one. Yeah, I think that there's a lot more uh, freedom, if you will, just uh, maybe a lot less pressure on it, too, where – as we talked about with Muss and, and just in college in general, you know, you're trying to win games, you're trying to roster manage, you're trying to, you know, say do this, do that, do uh, ha- you know, make sure you're doing this the right way. And in this particular case, you know, maybe it's just something that he's a lot more comfortable in and being able right. to just go out there and be himself. You know, it's still a very small sample size because we're talking about the early parts of summer league. But yeah, I, I think that there's oh, probably yeah. something to that where there's not the the pressures that are coming with it before. It's more just Hey, go out there, see, show what you got, show us what you're made of, and do do your game, play your game the way you're supposed to play it. Open up, you know, get more confident, and that goes a long way. How y'all doing? I appreciate that. Savage. savage. Yeah, I, I think that there's always a little bit of that too. When like again, I'm not speaking for Jordan Walsh, but just looking at it, if it was me, you go through college and it's great, grand, wonderful. But then when you finally get drafted, you get that to that dream that you're trying to get to, and you see the summer league where it's like, all right, now I can kind of, you know, now that I'm here, I can maybe feel a little bit more comfortable in this setting and in this, uh, you know, presentation and maybe the things that I'm being told to do is something I'm more comfortable with. Like it just could be a comfort and confidence level at this point too. What Lewis was talking about number of minutes, he was talking about extending these players playing a lot of minutes. In Jordan Walsh's case, it was the other way around. He he wasn't necessarily playing a lot of minutes and. That's something that can factor into it also. You play more minutes, you have more opportunities on the court to showcase the talent and score more if you're on the floor. That's right. If you're not on the floor, you can't score. Yeah. And he uh, is talking about Jordan Walsh. His minutes increased as the season went along. And, again, I'm not saying that it's just that's the reason why he's playing as well as he is, but we know he struggled with getting into foul trouble early. and you know It, it just takes time, and sometimes you develop and sometimes – it just goes along that way where, hey, get to this level, start feeling better about it, start going out there, no pressure, and perform. And it looks like he's doing a great job of it so far, and hopefully it continues because I would love to see him be successful with the Boston Celtics. Uh, a few things going on in the world of sports, so let's talk about what's trending. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We talked about Tennessee Volunteer football team, which Eric Kane's going to join us on the other side to talk more about what this means, but they avoided the bowl ban and they got fined more than $8 million by the NCAA for over 200 violations that were committed with Jeremy Pruitt and Phil Fulmer, as well as 18 level one violations. Jeremy Pruitt has received a six-year show cause order and would be suspended for the first full season if he was hired by an NCAA school. So it doesn't look like Pruitt's going to be coming back to the college game anytime soon. Also, with the Northwestern situation that's been going on, no real updates on that particular case, other than the fact that I guess now they decided, uh, David Braun, the D.C., you're no longer the acting coach. We've officially made you the interim coach. So there's that. A little extra tag there where he's going to run the program for this season. But on the baseball side of things, 
they fired their coach Jim Foster as allegations of bullying and a toxic toxic environment within the program was going on. It, apparently, there's just toxicity all over there in Northwestern football and bass and baseball programs. When both events happen at the same time, or at least you're making changes at the same time, maybe you need to start having a little bit more hands-on approach of what's going on as far as the culture of the programs, especially in two of your biggest three. Baseball team, it seems like they knew the info about the baseball team a lot sooner than some of these allegations that came out about the football team. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say that they did this all at the same time so that way we could try to extinguish all the fires as as much as possible because the last thing they would have wanted would have been all this stuff settles with the deal with Pat Fitzgerald and then the baseball stuff gets revved back up and it just ends up being longer and longer. So they're probably like, all right, any issues we've had, we're, you're getting fired because yeah, this, this is the time. Cycle. Yeah, this, this is the time to do it. We're going to make it work. Uh, also in some other news, I, I still think it's so funny that when I see these TV broadcasts and television rights going for sports at certain channels, but the ACC is signing a partnership with the CW, and they will begin airing football and basketball events on the CW Network. A new addition to the league's Saturday broadcast schedule. It's 50 ACC games, uh, including football and for basketball. And they'll have uh, 13 ACC football games on Saturdays throughout the season. So That's only going to increase viewership for the CW, so great for them. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, the ACC network, is it still doing well? Because they got one of those, so... Maybe they're just trying to have footprints in different areas and different places. But, hey, listen, if, if it's striking a deal, they got one before the Pac-12 did, at least at this point. Uh, also, in some other news, too, this uh, has to deal with Georgia football. Uh, Victoria Bowles, who, was, who survived that fatal car wreck that killed the University of Georgia football player and recruiting staffer earlier this year in a tragic deal, uh, has filed a lawsuit against the UGA Athletic Association and Philadelphia Eagles rookie Jalen Carter, whom police accused of racing the SUV being driven by the recruiting staffer when it was wrecked. Uh, the lawsuit filed in Gwinnett County, uh, who was she, she was a former recruiting analyst for the university, accused Georgia of negligence and contradicts public statements by Georgia football coach Kirby Smart and other officials who claim the recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix shouldn't have been driving the least SUV when it was in the road and struck please uh struck trees and utility poles so could end up getting something out of that i don't know if it's actually gonna you know go full on to court but like we see so many times it's probably gonna be something that's settled out of court eventually and we see it continues to be a problem around georgia with speeding jeez yeah just slow down out there i don't know what it is about athens and the atlanta area but just slow down folks this is something that's pretty serious and it's i'm sure something that kirby smart in the georgia Athletes are going to be asked about it at SEC Media Days next week. But we'll have some more headlines, too. We are up against and top of the hour update coming up. Eric Kane of VolQuest. He'll join us to talk more about this Tennessee volunteer situation, as well as uh, some SEC Media Days talk as well. We'll get to that and a lot more coming up next on Out of Bounds in the second hour. So stay with us. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8. 